1: You know, Brent Thompson had a long career in the NHL, and he's actually had a, almost as long a career coaching in the AHL. I mean, people don't know it. We tend to focus up here because we're in Farmington a little bit more in the Wolfpack. But, you know, he's been, the, he's been affiliated with the Islanders for over a decade. I mean, a lot of those years with the now the Bridgeport Islanders, a lot of people know him as the Sound Tigers. Now he's been around long enough to see his kids make it in the bigs. Um, and I've I've wanted you know it's funny uh, Coach Thompson. Good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning. Good good. Thanks for having me on. You
1: know, thanks for coming on. You know, I, I didn't know. I, so I was in Connecticut from oh I want to say ninety eight to 07, and then I left until like nineteen. So I didn't re- I didn't know like when I and I follow hockey fairly closely. I didn't know that Tage Thompson went to UConn, and then I then the connection was made with you and. I got a bunch of questions. Of course, the, the Islanders, Bridgeport Islanders, hosting Rochester on Friday, if you want to check them out. Uh, and I also, just in general, like let's start with your team. How's the season going so far?
2: Uh, it's a grind. I mean, we're, we started the season real well. We went on a bit of a, a tough run, uh, but we're, we're finding our way out of it, and we're battling, and uh, we're in a playoff spot right now. And hopefully, we'll continue to build and, and get back to where we were when we started the season.
1: Yeah, in a big game against the Amherst on Friday. They still call them the Amherst, or is that? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I checked them out. Now you have a your son. I mean, it's pretty incredible. I mean, you knew he was talented. You know, he spent two years at UConn, then and, and and was a first round pick, and then was in a trade from St. Louis to, to Buffalo. But he's third in the NHL. Like, let me just say this to you: He's behind David Posnock and ahead of Ovechkin. In goals, I mean, did you think he had that in him?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's quite a feat, yeah, that, that, where he's at right now. Uh, I knew he had the skill, and I always knew he had the shot, the vision, and when he was going to actually mature into that level uh, was unknown. I knew he was going to be a good player. I just, that level is pretty special. So, uh, you know, I, did I know it? No, but you kind of hoped and you saw the potential and and hopefully he can even tap into even more so uh you know i think he's getting if he gets a little stronger a little heavier he's going to be even more dominant
1: so you think he's got more upside
2: yes i do so i what, know his body i know what he looks like i know his body i know he's not fully matured he's 24 he's He's a man, but he's he's a young man that's still learning his body, and he needs another probably 5 to 10 pounds of muscle mass, and that will change change his strength on the ice even more, which will hopefully give him more puck possession time and just make him a little bit more of a dangerous threat every time he's on the ice.
1: And how tall is he? Because I see in different places. I see 6'5 in one and 6'7 in the other. Like, how tall is he?
2: He's six. Uh, he's over 6'6", six, six, uh, you know, right around 6'6". Six, six. I mean... Yeah, it depends on his day. I guess if he stretches out, he could probably have his haircut. If you get a haircut, you might he's probably six six. If yeah. he lets it grow a little bit more, he might be six seven. Or well, if he <laughs> slicks
1: it back like the picture of Tice, then maybe he's, you know, six five and a half. I don't know. But either way, my question was going to be sustainable and clearly you think it is. And then, you know, I wanna get into some development things because, you know, you grew up and did the classic Canadian method to get to the NHL, but you know, you raise your kids in the States. And you have your other son, who's sort of up and down. Uh, he's had some time with the Devils, but he's spending time in your league now as well. And he's he's a different body type. He's he's shorter. But I'm curious because I, you know, my my wife works at Loomis Chavy, so I know the prep school routine. And and Tice went mm-hmm. to Salt went to Salisbury. And I'm just curious. I'm always fascinated by, you know, developing hockey players because there's so hundreds and hundreds of aspirational hockey players in Connecticut and families that have poured so much of their net worth and their time into this and. Can you still make it to you know? Is the prep school route still an okay route, or is it all through the junior ranks now?
2: No, I, listen. I actually love the prep school route. I uh, to me, uh, there's a different path for every player, and and that's the biggest thing. What fits that player and what fits that person's personality, I think, comes into play there. Uh, you know, Tage actually was supposed to go to Salisbury and ended up making the program, which is Team Team USA. And so he didn't get a chance to experience the prep school. Uh, loved Connecticut, loved UConn. Felt like that was a, the path for him. Um, you know, I, you know, a couple of his friends end up going to major junior, and they both end up in the same place. It was just different paths. Mm-hmm. Tice now he went to prep school, and to me it was a great experience, uh, both academically. Uh, developmentally, uh, the school was outstanding. They they're obviously uh, known for a great hockey school, baseball, lacrosse, all that kind of stuff. So uh, the coaching was outstanding. I thought uh, he did a really nice job. He went from there to the USHL and then to Providence College, yep. and you know now he's you know so young into the into his pro career. He's only really one year in, so you know I think he'll be in the NHL at some point again. And and so the development for me, it, it kind of more of the player. There's no set path, you know. I did major junior. I I strongly recommend, uh, unless you're an elite first rounder, uh, or that you're slated as an elite first rounder. I think the best path is is college and prep school. It gives you a little bit longer to develop, and it gives you longer to to grow into your body and, yeah. and go in that direction.
1: Well, plus you were adulting, you know, maybe you know young. I mean, the chance to live in a dorm with buddies and. You know, not and you, and you go to the dining hall and be immersed in that kind of culture. I think it's a huge. I personally think it's a huge positive, especially if you're not going to spend four years in college. You know, I mean, it's 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 a college like experience without maybe you know the bars and the parties. So I, I'm I'm on board with you on that. Brent Thompson, the head coach of the Bridgeport Islanders, joining us here on WTIC. You know, a couple of things real quick. We don't have a ton of time, but I've wanted to ask you because you spent some time in, in in the minors as well. How hard is it? You know, like what your, your what Tice is going through, where you get called up, you get sent down. Like, how hard is it to 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 get up and then stick in the NHL?
2: It's a challenge. I think. Listen, at the end of the day, it's it's a lot of confidence and it's mental. Um, a lot of the players, when they get called up, a lot of times they don't play maybe the way they were in the minors, how dominant they were, how how uh, confident they were. They might change their game a little bit. They're safer they they're not as uh they don't really try that that dynamic exciting play or whatever so i think that's the biggest challenge is getting the player to be confident when he goes into the nhl when he gets that call to play the same way and not to not to to play safe and that's again it comes to confidence and mental strength and just going up and down that's a challenge i mean it, it really is a mental challenge uh For the the player personally, because now you're you're in the NHL, you're excited, you think you can play, you see you can play there, and then all of a sudden you get sent down, and then you're like, okay, how do what do I got to do to get back up? And you know, it's it's a mental battle, and really at the end of the day, it's just playing hockey. We I think players at that point overthink, so there's a challenge, and and a lot of times it's physical. Are you big enough, strong enough, fast enough at that point? Uh, You know, do you need to put more weight on? and kind of just simmer a little bit more in the minors. So uh, it'll happen, and it's just time. There's never a rush, and it's always a different path, just like in prep school and just like your development. Yeah. It's no different between the NHL and the AHL. There's a different time for every player.
1: I'm way over, but I love the conversation too much. Two questions for you really quickly. One is, you know, you you broke in in the late 80s, early 90s, and I covered the NHL and the... You know the neutral zone trap era, which was brutal, and now this—the speed is different, and it's more of like almost like a pinball game. Sometimes it's all about reaction and 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 you know reflexes. Do you like the game better now than when you started?
2: Ah, geez. You know what? There's some things I like about the old old style, the old school, and there's and I, I do think the game is way better now, as far as just the general game, the speed, the skill, the excitement. Uh, I think there's some things about the old game that I do like. I like the little bit of the edge, the the, the toughness, the fighting, the self-policing. I think that's something that, that I always liked, and uh, I think that is missed a little bit. But the skill level is off the charts now. I mean, every player is so skilled, so fast, and it is pretty exciting to watch the speed of the NHL.
1: And you good where you are? You like, you like what you're doing? You want to get
2: back to the NHL uh, bench, or...? I love, listen, at the end of the day, I love being involved in hockey and, and I love developing these kids. We, you see call-ups, it's exciting to see their face. Like when you say, hey, you're going to the NHL and you see their eyes light up and the smile like a kid in a candy store. It, it does bring good feelings to the coaching staff um, to see that development and see that progression. So, I listen, right now I'm happy doing it. I want to be in the NHL just like anybody else. Uh, but I'm more than happy just doing this and, and enjoying uh, the game and seeing the kids and hopefully helping them to the next level. Coach, uh, it's great to meet you. Uh, great
1: uh, conversation. We're way over, so I got to go, but good luck on awesome. Friday and the rest of the way Maybe we'll catch up again down
2: the road.
0: Sounds good. Thank you very much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.